What? Hey, what's up, everybody? Episode 222. Um, final episode of 2020. I think I can. Uh, I can say with uh, confidence, and everyone agrees, the uh, fuck 2020. <laughs> right. The whole wide range of Thank movies. God. I like 2020. Right, pretty much. A um, whole bunch of craziness, but uh, but yeah, thankfully, uh, my 2020 wasn't too bad, but uh, did have to travel, move back across the planet, and a whole bunch of other crazy nonsense this year, so. But uh, definitely lined up a lot of cool stuff for 2021. So I think <coughs> it'll be a good year next year. We thought we'd kind of go over some, you know, kind of different things that happened this year, um, some helpful hints, helpful hints and tips, and um, just some uh, different uh, things that kind of happened in 2020 in regards to cannabis that maybe people didn't realize um, or, or talk about. Um, we also have uh, Marty, how's it going? Better if I could hit my new button. Ah, uh, it's good, man. <clears throat> just kind of hanging out, smoking. Got a friend over for New Year's, just kind of chilling. And uh, yeah, well, I guess it's been, you know, true 2020 fashion. Uh, I found uh, uh, looks like a couple seeds forming on uh, some of my indoor, so that's always not ideal when you're not trying to make seeds <laughs> um so obviously something hermed out in there and i don't know i never i looked around i couldn't find anything by now it's probably fallen off by the time you can visibly see seeds it's pretty much too late to go looking for whatever pollinated them so um and not not a big surprise because again i don't you know not spending a ton of time in there putting a lot of work into it it's just, I'm so busy doing other stuff that um you know don't have time to put eyes on plants so I didn't catch them beforehand. Um, but it's only one small little section, so you know, definitely not the end of the world. Other than that, they'll be done here in a couple of weeks, week and a half, two weeks, something like that. I'll be able to start pulling them down. I did load up another couple of beds. So those are just, um, uh, we're just transplanted into the flower room last night or the night before, I don't remember. So they'll just start going into flower. A couple of weeks, I'll pull uh, the ones that are finishing up and then I have plants ready to go that I'll pull out of the bedroom, put them in the flower room and I'll leave them on that uh, flip-flop. So, you know, basically half the room harvesting at a time and just in perpetual flower. So be interesting to see how that goes for a couple of runs. Now I can compare it to, you know, doing an entire run which I don't really have that much of a problem with other than it's just a lot to harvest at a time and process. It's just one person. It's a lot easier to split up. Yeah, I was at a, a grow earlier this week and uh, they had you know, gotten the room there on week three of flower. And I, uh, I politely pointed out that they had two males in the room of mm -hmm. uh, a considerable amount of plants that uh, their grower had missed. 
So that was kind of funny. Um, always, <laughs> always kind of awkward when you when you have to point that shit out. <laughs> Yeah, when I point out spider mites and stuff to my friends at their grows and stuff, they're not super happy about it either. Yeah. Like, or uh, about this over here? Although mine's, I still battle in uh, thrips. That's another thing, and it just because they're in their native soil. So I've been just mixing botanic guard with all my uh, soil that I'm bringing in from the compost or wherever else, and it, that's really been. Uh, between that and the nematodes, I think I'll probably get some road beetles and maybe finish them off. But you know, fun stuff like that. And we also have uh, Roger from True Aquaponics. How's it going, Roger? Hey guys, how's what's up? How's it going? Hey, Roger. Happy New Year, almost. Yay. Yeah, Terry's here too. She's off to the side, out of, out of camera view, but she's here. Awesome. Say howdy. That's it. <laughs> well, anyway, she's here. Trust me. <laughs> we also have our, uh, our nutrient website, uh, apmjnutes.com or apcannonutes.com, depending on which one uh, ever is easier for you. Um, you can check that out and uh, and get all your aquaponic cannabis nutrients. We have uh, all of them individual. If you want to go ahead and dose yourself, or you can go ahead and get the nutrient packs. Uh, I saw there's a guy over on uh, uh, Aquachronic Reddit that's um, got a grow going on there using the nutrients. So I'm uh, excited to kind of see people out there using them in the real world. And uh, yeah, uh, cool to see see people out doing that. Uh, we've been selling quite a few of those. So definitely check that out if you're looking for nutrients for your uh, your aquaponic cannabis grow. They're all fish, fish safe when used as directed. So what, what's some of the new stuff that you've been uh, getting a lot of questions about there at True Aquaponics? What are, what are kind of the top uh, issues you saw people have for 2020 this year with their aquaponic systems? Uh, in 2020, the biggest questions were, how do I make my plants grow bigger and faster um, when it comes to cannabis? So uh, that's that's one of the things that we worked on this year was uh, putting together formulations of minerals, uh, whether they be micronutrients or macronutrients to help people grow plants the quickest way possible uh, with the best output. Um, and a lot, of, a lot of folks we've seen out there, whether they're growing in soil or in aquaponics or hydroponics, yeah. uh, they end up with, with plants that are deficient in many ways and we've, we have totally revamped the feeding of those plants and started producing uh, the, the highest quality cannabis you can imagine. Uh, that's been very important to us. Um, and it's, it's, I believe it's important to a lot of the listeners to, to have that happen. Uh, and it also for a, a much lower price than what you get buying uh, minerals that are in liquid form. So... The problem with liquid form is you end up paying for, for shipping for water um, versus shipping powder and everything we've got is in powder form. So it's it's pure. You know what's in it. Uh, it's it's proven aquaponic safe uh, because we've been using it for years, every bit of it, uh, in aquaponics. And people are having results, real results that they can show in the world, the real world. Uh, it's not just... Uh, 
of fantasy, hey, my plants are doing great. They actually show pictures to us of their plants doing wonderful. So that's what we've been up to this year. And, and in 2021, when all this other crap's over, it's uh, it's going to be great. What uh, what are the questions have you had in your Facebook group and some of the other things that you've kind of seen just over the course of the year that were maybe some of the more common problems that people were having that, um, you know, with their systems or, or other things? Uh, the biggest, the most often we see are pest issues. Uh, if somebody's got their system dialed in, uh, the, the biggest issue we've seen is pests. Uh, whether it be aphids or, or russet mites, uh, things of that nature. And powdery mildew has been a big one uh, on the veggie side, um, especially as of late as it's cooled down and, and high humidity is happening in greenhouses. People are getting powdery mildew a lot. So um, before that, back in the summer and, and fall, it was mostly nutrient deficiencies that we're asking about. Um, trying to figure out what do they need to do to, to get their plants going, whether it be cannabis or more veg, um, they were looking for answers of how to handle those issues. So just lose, we may just lost. Uh, What's that? Oh, I guess he's having yeah, some issues. I think we lost connection. No, you're good. We're having we're having a lot of rain down here right now, so it's uh, our our internet's in and out. Yeah, I'm uh, a few oh, hours that, of you, and uh, it's it's pretty rough today. Right. Right. Yeah, it's it's been a bad day for for rain. It's messing with our signal. So. Yeah, we've been. Um, right yeah, I mean, the, it's it's. We've been right on the ice line all day, so. <laughs> I was, curious, I was curious as to whether or not we were going to even have uh, power for the podcast. Now I'm in here. You want him in this house? <laughs> All right, so Terry, if you get your shot, you can stay here one night. Okay, well, it'll be a while then. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, let's see. Some of the most common questions. I mean, most of them that I get are, are pest issues, uh, but the the overwhelming amount is, is deficiencies in plants. I mean, it's obviously that's where we're focused is is minerals for plants. So people come to us and say, "Hey, what's wrong with our plants? Why why are our plants yellow when they're supposed to be green?" And people think that uh, you know, cannabis being a weed, it'll grow anywhere, and that's just not the case. I mean, it will grow anywhere, just like anything else, but it doesn't grow well if it doesn't have proper minerals. So, uh, I mean, if it's it's just like a person. If you don't feed a person properly, they don't grow well. So that, that that's the biggest question is how do I make my plants grow better? How do I get the best return for my, my input? Uh, and that's, that's what we do. Got a question from chat. What fish do you folks have? Is one species better than another for aquaponics, and why? Uh, I guess I'll let Roger answer that first, and then uh, and then we'll let Marty go next. Uh, we typically raise channel cat. Um, that's that's just our fish of choice because we like the way they taste. Uh, but we've also raised goldfish and koi 
and had great success out of them. It's, it's, it's really a matter of what you want. Um, and if you're trying to sell it locally, you need to make sure it's a fish that, that the local market wants. Um, so it, that's really what it's about is what do you want? What does your local market want? Are you going to eat the fish? If you're not going to eat the fish, then go with a, you know, a goldfish or, or a koi, something that's beautiful to look at and, and enjoy it because that's in the end, that's what's most important is are you enjoying what you're doing? And if you're eating it, then you want to enjoy what you're eating. If you're looking at it, you want to enjoy what you're looking at. So that's, that's what it's a hundred percent about when it comes to aquaponics in our view. Yeah, I would, <clears throat> I would agree with most of that. I would say that, um, the first decision to make is whether or not you want to have a food fish or not. Um, if you want to have a food fish, then obviously uh, that that changes things. Um, it also depends on your climate. You know, I would encourage you to look around in your native area and see what survives well in your normal temperature swings. Um, you're, and again, channel cats are a great option. They are super survivable um in a number of different climates you know they have a high survivability rate so um you know definitely whatever you end up choosing just kind of um know that all of them are going to have their quirks but the more tolerable ones are kind of the ones perch is another you know common one ones that you like to eat um make, make sure you raise something you like to eat don't don't buy 500 tilapia before you ever taste a tilapia and decide whether or not you like it um so if you're going to raise a food fish, just, you know, raise what you like to eat and then put every consideration in place for that. As long as it doesn't, it's not way outside the box. You know, I wouldn't be trying to raise like a tropical fish if you live in northern Canada. I just, it's going to be difficult. So, um, yeah, that's what I would say that uh, koi is probably going to be my favorite of your decorative fish. Uh, nothing wrong with goldfish other than they... They're just um, usually they don't hold any type of like resale value. So, if, you know, for whatever reason, like let's say you grow, your, grow them out for five years, uh, you can sell those koi for a reasonable amount of money in a, in a pet market. But goldfish, nobody's after a five-year-old, uh, you know, just regular old goldfish. So <clears throat> I would say that, um, you know, koi are going to be just as hardy and, handle your temperature swings. And I, I personally had them for a number of years and in a number of different water uh, quality and temperature ranges all the way from frozen water on top to uh, uh, super hot um, in the summertime. So I would definitely say they are the more tolerable. And if you're just looking for nutrient machines like I am most of the time, I've raised catfish not much of a um not much of a challenge there other than uh some of their breeding practices they can fight a lot in warmer waters and stuff like that but pretty easy i would say the most tolerable ones um yeah and then obviously tilapia are super easy to breed so that would be um uh that would be another big plus if you're going to do a breeding program channel cats you know you probably have to you know again uh, spend a little bit more time breeding than you do tilapia and they don't produce as many at one time but still relatively easy to breed if you want to um yeah 
they're just really what you like is almost the uh, most importanting factor if you're going to do um, anything besides decorative fish, any food fish, just find out what you like to eat. If you like salmon and trout, they have their, uh, you know, little nuances too. You have to keep the water temperature much colder and much cleaner than you do for a lot of your bottom feeders, your, or your, um, you know, more of your lake varieties. So they all have their, their different uh, niches, but if you lived in a cold area, you, it might be an advantage to grow trout or, or salmon just because it's going to be easier for you to do that. Now your plants may not like it as much, or you might have to put different things in place to make that work. So it all depends. They all have their place, I think, depending on where you're at, what you like to eat, what the purpose is, but your, your generic ones, I would say tilapia, catfish, uh, for your edible fish and koi or goldfish for your decorative ones and pretty much any type of goldfish you can have comets or you know all those different the big eyed ones and the all the different variations just like you would any uh any old fish tank they'll eat fish food and make poop that's all you need yeah the the issue is you have with salmonids and to a lesser extent anything that goes from salt water to fresh water is they tend to absorb potassium much more readily uh, making them not the best choice for flowering and fruiting crops. Well, you can do it. Um, they are really one of the handful that really should be done in a decoupled type setup. Um, again, not something that we recommend. Uh, it can be done. It's overly complicated and uh, has a lot of problems. Um, but hey, you, people do it though. Right? Isn't uh, is it Stewart Farms or which one is it? Does the no, same. Uh, Habitat Life is doing Habitat it. They're Life. actually doing, remember when, when we had him back on for the conference, he was doing it single, uh, single uh, coupled. Remember, he had he'd stopped doing it decoupled. So, mm -hmm. you know, I so think he, he did a bunch of pheno. Or something like that. Yeah, they, they did it a bunch of pheno hunting. Um, a lot of people that are doing that that way are doing a lot of pheno hunting to get the, the lower feeding cultivars, but uh, that limits you quite a bit. Cool. So what about you, Steve? Favorite fish? Um, so the last couple of girls I've done uh, in Africa, we were doing sharp tooth catfish because they were the best price. Uh, they were more expensive than tilapia. Um, and then uh, in Oklahoma, we've mostly been doing tilapia or koi, uh, mainly butterfly koi. Um, they tend to um, resell for a little bit better. And then before that, I've also did some bluegill, uh, perch, um, you know, I've done most of the different fish, different people at this point. We did uh, snakeheads for India. Uh, that was kind of an interesting build out. But, um, um, you know, the best ones I would say is just koi and tilapia really are the kind of the go-to. And then you can kind of go from there. If you want to get a better, better plate price, um, uh, you know, any of your panfish, bluegill or sunfish or um, uh, yellow perch, uh, are going to be, you know, probably your next best bet in terms of plate price per and growth speed. You know, they all grow really fast. Paku would be another one. If you can find a good um, buyer, uh, Paku grow incredibly fast. In fact, there's few fish that grow faster than Paku. I'd highly recommend them as well. So um, <clears throat> I was going to bring up how, uh, uh, you know, it was pretty cool in 2020 how uh, cannabis went from being kind of um, a problem industry to being an essential business 
that uh, was literally protected by the government and you know was one of the handful of businesses that was allowed to stay open uh, in the middle of the plague um, so that was a you know a huge step for for cannabis and acceptance uh, uh, long term so um, you know really big on that and then we also had a, a for this year we had um, South Dakota, New Jersey, Missouri, Montana, and Arizona all passed legalization. Um, we're now up to one third of the country, uh, 11, 111 million people now live within recreational cannabis. Uh, we only have 300 and some million in the state, in the whole country. So, you know, a whole third of the world, of the country's population now has legal weed. Um, I think if you had told any of us that five years ago, we none of us would have believed that. So, <laughs> um, you know. That's a that's a big big thing. Um, yeah, very cool. And I think we'll get more. I mean, yeah, it's been a pretty steady climb. I don't think that. I mean, you might, you might have some holdouts, or you know, those fake legalization systems that'll pop up. You know, Florida, yeah. it's been legal forever, but nobody actually growing. Like, was it like four years for them to get online or some shit like that? Yeah, it's only completely insane. And you have to have been, remember, you had to have been a nursery grower for like 25 years or something completely asinine originally. Like the requirements were just completely insane um, on the original uh, the original set. So I didn't uh, And then we also had a whole bunch of cool guests this year. Um, I was going to bring that up. Let me pull that up here. Um, yeah, we, uh, you know, what it, let's talk about, you know, what have, what have you done over the course of the year, uh, Marty, with your stuff and your grow? And yeah, well, <clears throat> so excuse me, you got me snacking. <clears throat> um, see, the start of the year was basically you know, getting the system online. I think we, the indoor system was um, just starting veg. I think I harvested the first flower run maybe like June or July-ish, something like that. So it was just a lot of uh, getting things set up and prepping stuff. So shooting all that content that's up there now. <coughs> um, it's just been a... Uh, been a long year when you think about like where it all started i guess um seems like a long time ago but um flower rooms you know in perpetual flower now which is great it'll just continue to be in production and then cloning stuff is <clears throat> all set up and functional so we're pumping out all, all our own clones and feeding the flower room and keep them caught up um, like i was saying i just uh, loaded some up in the other room pretty much right on schedule and they're you know all about the right size so just kind of getting everything sorted out that normal first year production where you're just kind of uh, solving little problems figuring out how you want to handle stuff normal um, new grow stuff so I'm looking forward to staying here for a while basically <laughs> not having to move and set everything up again it's like you know, I, I'm, I'm feeling the drag of like getting all that stuff set up and because 
I just got done setting up all that stuff at our last house and then we had to move again. So now it's going to be nice to just keep going instead of have to restart again. Um, so I'm excited for that and just to kind of now just looking at things like picking what genetics I want to run and sorting out the timing for when I'll have enough clones and when the plants will be big enough. <clears throat> so it's nice to have, uh, nice to have different problems than I had at the beginning of the year. So obviously things are, are progressing. Um, you know, my dad's still dealing with Parkinson's. So I've been dealing with that all year. It just seems like a battle, but Hey, it's another year. He wasn't in a nursing home and he was here spending time with us. So that that's been good. Um, I wish he'd help. Let me help give him some more meds. I decided to stop doing that. So, um, <clears throat> unfortunate, but that is what it is. So yeah, 2020 has obviously been a wild year for everybody and, uh, self-included. Obviously my dad's place burned to the ground. So where, where I grew up, uh, you know, I grew up, for those of you who don't know, I grew up in Happy Camp, California, uh, which is where the Slater fire primarily was this year and uh, burn up my dad's house, my aunt's house. That place was homesteaded in, I want to say 1904. And uh, yeah, so that's obviously a lot to process and be able to go through. And we've had quite a year of dealing with FEMA and lawyers and all kinds of other things that complicate <laughs> pretty much everything. So definitely glad to have survived the year and uh, still still be all right really i mean it's not uh you know we still got everyone you know nobody that uh my immediate family is one of the what three hundred and fifty thousand people now that have died from covid so just feeling like we've avoided it for as long as we have is um you know a success story if you will i consider my dad to be a high risk for covid so um, it's been a long time. What's it been since March or April? I think that we've been in lockdown. So the majority of the year, um, not lockdown, but you know, under COVID restrictions. Um, so it's just been a lot, just kind of grinding it out, trying to get everything done that we can and keep going and really have done all right, uh, in terms of just progressing through the year, working on new stuff all the time. I'm working on a new rain catchment system, which I'll be uploading some stuff. The Teachable, man, I can't believe I didn't even think about that. Uh, we spent so much time shooting content this year, um, getting all of that done, 600 plus slides, each one with their own video um, and discussion attached to them and different stuff, which we're still working on getting uploaded, but it, at least the content is done for us. Um, and finding the teachable platform and being able to set that all that stuff up and and get it online has been great so that we can you know really focus on making content instead of reteaching the class multiple times a year i really feel like it's going to move us forward into even cooler stuff and allow us to to bring people with us which is always great man i got some great uh, messages this year from users growers uh, you know, people that listen to the podcast, uh, people that deal with Parkinson's, um, you know, just all kinds of people that, um, you know, learned how to grow through the Facebook group that we run um, for their, uh, uh, their husband that does, that has PTSD and is getting off his PT, 
PTSD medications that were didn't feel like it was good for them. And they had no idea how to grow, but they were able to pull off uh, harvest their first time. And I think they've done like two or three runs since then. So um, all those messages are just really inspirational for me personally to hear that, you know, all of this hours and hours worth of content that we, that we sit here every Thursday and create actually goes to, um, you know, a number of different people that, that need or benefit from it is really cool. So I appreciate all of those messages that um, that I've gotten this year. And I, I, I think I feel like I've gotten more of them this year uh, than I have any year. I just got one the other day, shortly after my birthday, which was really cool. And uh, so, yeah, I just love that feedback and uh, um, looking forward to doing more interactive stuff with the class. We're going to start doing whiteboard sessions, which I feel like is going to be really cool. So, so much about the, the teachable is um, in the class has developed over this last year uh, for all that to finally come together at the end of the year um, is great. And we're just going to have, you know, every about three days or so I'm uploading another you know, 10 to 20 videos <clears throat> uh, with new slides and different stuff. And so we'll just keep grinding through that and get all 600, I think it was 622 or something like that. Uh, I, think we're, I think the full slide deck is 635 slides, but then we also have like a bunch of other presentations that we've included and a ton of uh, in-person video. Sorry about the background noise. It is raining crazy hard here. <laughs> so, like, like Roger was saying, I'm in the same storm as, as him. I'm just north of him about two and a half, three hours. Uh, and uh, he, uh, it is just raining. It's also like 31 degrees out. So it's a uh, quite wonderful out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good time to go take a shower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, so I'm super happy with the, the Teachable platform. We have a whole bunch of additional classes we're going to bring you. I have almost a dozen different courses that I've put together, some of which have never been seen the light of day. Uh, I have a whole tropical aquarium fish class. Uh, we have a whole bunch of other cool content that just I've never had a, a chance to actually teach. So we're going to be bringing those online uh, as well, along with putting out content every month. <clears throat> I think it, uh, Twice, tw uh, Marty and I were talking this over. I think we're gonna, about twice a month. We're going to put out new content once, once the bulk of the the classes is is up there, uh, or once the the full original course is out there. Uh, we're going to put it out in chunks, and then we're also going to take your questions. When students ask questions, we're going to reply back to you right away. But we're also going to take your question and then shoot an answer to that. So, be it in Marty's whiteboard, or if I have to make some slides for it, or whatever. Uh, I think that having that kind of long format uh, system that's just going to be, you know, grow and grow and grow as an answer library for you guys is going to also be a really cool kind of additional uh, thing to help, you know, additionally supplement the content that we already have planned for the next year for the for the system. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We're also working on commercial content as well uh, for commercial training and some other cool stuff that we're going to be adding to. I know Marty's been working hard to get the uh, the um the coaching and consulting portion of it up and running that'll be available here probably probably in a week or two so i'm definitely be looking forward to, to talking about that probably next week uh and um yeah uh, also too super stoked to have merch finally you can check it out in the in the description i'll make sure that it's in there um uh, jesse uh our, our friend jesse up in canada worked real hard uh hold on let me make sure i get the link in here 
Uh, but she's been working real hard for us on uh, on getting content together for our uh, online store. So we have a whole uh, online store. If you go to jellybomb.com, uh, you can uh, click on the um, uh, affiliate section there on the right hand side, uh, or I think it's affiliates or whatever it's so whatever. There's a there's a uh, people we're working with or whatever it says at the top. Um, and uh and click on that and it'll say uh uh aquaponic cannabis and you click that and then we have a whole bunch of aquaponic and cannabis t-shirts and stuff on there uh, which so that was something that we've been always we've had a lot of questions about and we finally got up and running so super excited about that and then um i wanted to go back and talk about the guests we've had this year so we had the first guest we had last year or this this year was actually josh steensland um, and that, that was, he's always fun to have on. And then we had Candace Evans, Josh Rutherford, uh, chief cultivator, Liam, uh, Liam, Liam Keys, uh, shout out, um, Jared Panks, uh, doing the sign language stuff. Uh, super awesome. Love having them, him and, uh, Angela, uh, great people. Yeah. Um, him and his wife are awesome. Shout out to them. I had coffee with them. They actually you. live here pretty close by and, uh, and they do a lot of great stuff. They were, um, they got referenced in the, the Jay and Tyler and Bob reboot, which is really cool. Um, so if you guys haven't seen that, check it out. When they talk about the, the weed they grow from the deaf growers, that's who they're referencing, is uh, the group that Angela works with there. So that was super awesome. And uh, they got met up with, you know, all kinds of different uh, Hollywood icons. They've got pictures with like Mike Tyson and um, Cheech and Chong and all kinds of different people. Um, so shout out to them. They're great people. Um, super awesome. Heck yeah. Then we had uh, fish shit and then we had Gus, the African plant hunter. He was super cool. I actually met him uh, in Zimbabwe. We did an actual in-person interview there at a, at a, a fancier hotel there in town, which was super neat. Um, and then Angela Tenenbrock talking about food safety, Tanner Stewart. Uh, we had Donovan Clark, um, uh, Roger from True Aquaponics, uh, Scotty from Dude Grows, and then we'll go back here. Uh, and then we have Marty, you did the uh, hash workshop right around 420. I had forgotten about that. And then uh, we did the spring planning and uh, planting. And then we did a Chris Trump uh talk and then another one with roger and then we had joey from crime pays with botany doesn't absolutely one of my favorite youtube channels if you guys haven't uh, seen it already spartan grown another great dude in the community does a lot of hard work then we had our 200th episode we had a, a whole ludicrous list of people uh <laughs> for that one uh and then uh q a summer pest guide uh kevin mckernan that was super cool talking about uh covid and cannabis uh, we had uh, Chris Trump uh, give us a tour of the grow he was working on. We had a um, pest management presentation we did. Uh, we had um, a bunch of summer sessions on summer topics. Brendan from uh, Spectrum King. We had Robbie Vincent talk to us about all kinds of cool stuff. We had uh, Jake Williams talk about um uh, the future of, of aquaponics we had vermin supreme which was freaking awesome <laughs> <Vermin Supreme. laughs> we had wayne justman on a bunch we had uh uh nick resden on from um uh 
is kind of the cannabis uh, survivor, I think is probably the best way to, to put it. Uh, and then um, uh, Jordan River from Growcast, I was just hanging out with him uh, yesterday on his, uh, um, he has like a separate uh, live only show that they do for members of his, uh, his group. I think it's the Grow Pass, I think is what it's called. Um, and then uh, we'll actually be on his episode a week from yesterday um, on next Wednesday. We'll be on the Growcasts episode. So check that out. Marty and I did a recording with him, uh, talking about some of our newer, newer projects. And then um, um, we had the uh, aquaponic can, uh, the uh, man, I don't even know how we forgot about this. The virtual aquaponic cannabis conference. Uh, we had talked oh, yeah. about doing that for like two or three years and we finally got together. We had, a, a, I actually had three different farms reach out to me after the, um, after we hosted it and we're like, oh man, if we had known, we would have totally signed up. So we actually are going to, we're getting ready to plan for next year. We're going to do another one again, probably in the, I'm not sure if we're going to do it in October, but we're going to definitely, definitely do it near the end of the year again. Um, and then, uh, um, for, you know, include some new farms and some new people and some new topics and uh, try and diversify uh, the topics. I really like the one hour talks. And I think that uh, it was a big success from, from this year. And uh, I know I certainly enjoyed it and learned a lot. I think a lot of people will, um, you know, kind of have their first taste of what uh, uh, a more formal um aquaponic cannabis geared conference could look like so i was really excited to, to put that together it was a lot of work and uh yeah uh, it was yeah, fun aquaponic conference i can't believe i forgot about that too that was you know an entire you know three days worth of content um of just speaker after speaker after speaker that was awesome and um so yeah thanks again steve for organizing like 90 percent of that and uh let me be a part of it um, I was just going through that uh, the other day we were I cut some of the video out um, to upload to the teachable class as well so um, for I think it was I want to say Sunday morning was when I spoke um, yep. uh, Sunday morning I did a talk on oh, a whiteboard session on dual root zone and uh, on new siphons so that's going to go up onto the cut up and upload on the class because not everybody has access to YouTube uh, some people want to be able to download it or or view it other ways. So, uh, plus we're a little concerned YouTube might just pull all of our shit. <laughs> so, yeah, you might yeah. as well put it in more than one spot. It's just back up at this point. Um, yeah, that was the other thing that happened this year. They've threatened to cancel my my channel three separate times. I've been within one strike away from uh, losing my whole channel, and then uh, you know after some. Uh, talking to YouTube, you know, get the strikes removed, but it's just, it's really annoying that we get constantly harassed. Uh, I've had to go back and remove almost all the links from most of our videos and replace them with links to guests, social media, uh, in order to prevent uh, issues because they kept hitting us for mainly, uh, predominantly links to guests' websites. So they right, hit us MSP. for Mammoth P, Dragonfly, Steve. Uh, a whole bunch of just random, makes no sense. Flagging yeah, so a random text from Steve at like 11.30 at night. Dude, can you back up my whole YouTube channel? <laughs> I just got another strike. Yeah, okay. I had a I had an issue with my, my backup drive and uh, they threatened me again the other day and uh, 
I had a bit of a time. I mean, they've all done the same thing. It's just, I blame YouTube. It's fucking stupid flagging somebody over my well, I, I went and bought a whole new uh, four terabyte drive for Christmas and uh, <laughs> backed everything up. But God, you know, it's just, it's just frustrating to put so much work into something and then have, have to when you're one strike away from having all your shit deleted. Yeah, and 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 it's just so frustrating to have that happen. And again, thankfully, I was able to write them an email and explain them everything and link to the actual website with screenshots. And they actually did listen when I actually got a human. But if you just get the algorithm, you're boned, man. They don't care. You know, it's really frustrating. So that was the other big thing that happened this year. And uh, uh, do I have a backup channel? Yes, we have a backup channel. Um, if anyone is interested, you can always go to our uh, Growing with Fishes podcast uh, as the backup channel. Mirror on BitChute. So I actually had it a BitChute one of the when they first opened, and then they like got weird about weed content or drug content for a while. So I was like, oh, another platform that's going to be a pain in the ass. So we'll see if if it if it ends up being a little more weed friendly, we might just go back to WeedTube. Uh, actually was originally one of the, the first partners on WeedTube uh, and we might just go back to them because they're yeah, super we live chill. Streamed on, uh, yeah, we used to live stream on there for quite a while until the platform, they had some kind of back end issue for a couple of weeks and we just kind of stopped streaming after that on, on there because of it. But um, we might end up just doing that. Uh, we have every all the videos and all the content backed up now and multiple places so they can you know, fire away. And while it would be angering and frustrating, uh, nothing would be lost. So. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I mean, all that happened this year too. So that's, that's all. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, then, YouTube's been bugging me for years, but. And then we had uh, Leo Bridgewater. Uh, that was your friend, I believe, right? Leo Bridgewater. Yeah. Oh no, no, he was the um, the uh, legal guy working with the legal legality stuff with the All right. yeah, cannabis. No, I remember him, That's what I... it was. Took me a minute to remember. Uh, and then uh, we had Casual Fields. They have that awesome comfrey firm. Oh, yeah, product. shout out to Casual Fields. I, yeah, I big supporters of the show. Example. Yeah, so they have, uh, they've been uh, a big help too on uh, Instagram and stuff. They're all in when I'm posting pictures. I I tagged them in. Uh, I have that one giant leaf um, from the seed sprout that I had, and I fed it their ferment. So I tagged them on it and was like, "Hey, fed you know fed this plant with some of your stuff, and worked work great." Um, I really, I still have some, and I still use it um, pretty sparingly. It's pretty strong. But shout out to them. They sent me, I think, three jugs of their uh, comfrey extract. Um, it stinks, <laughs> but it's uh, it's it that you know ferment type stink. Uh, as it should be so it's definitely um highly effective they ship it as a concentrate which i'm a big fan of because then you're not shipping nearly as much water weight it's much more cost effective so you are shipping some water weight but it's at such a high concentration that it's at least a higher value so and you, you know if it's a ferment you kind of have to have some liquid value to it there's not really much way around it so um uh, so I, I really uh, appreciate them uh, sending this stuff out and um, being supportive on social media. So um, they've been really helpful. Also, shout out to Mars Hydro and Bloom Plus, who both provided me with tester lights. 
Um, you guys might have saw a recent video I uploaded for the unboxing of the Bloom Plus. And I've got both of those lights hung up now and I shot videos just earlier um, that will be going up on that. Also on the Teachable as well. I'll be doing more in-depth comparisons of the two lights um, for our LED section. So we have uh, an entire section dedicated to LED and to HID and CMH and all your different types of lighting. And um, I have a couple of those, so I'll be updating those with you know the videos about the lights that I do have. So um, uh, again, Mars Hydro, Bloom Plus, both provided excellent tester lights uh, of their newest models. I think it's the SP150 for the Mars Hydro and the BP3000 for the uh, Bloom Plus. And uh, they've both been doing really well so far, so make sure to keep an eye on that if you want to see what type of output they have compared to my ceramic metal halide lights. Um, both the LEDs are less wattage, so the, the Mars Hydro are 150 and the Bloom Plus is 300. So they're pumping a little less power than the 300 are consuming less power than the 330 watt ceramic metal halide. Um, but every, the 300 watt is every bit as bright. I don't have a power meter, which I should probably get one and will eventually. Um, but you just, by the eye test, it looks like the LED is brighter than the ceramic metal halides side by side, even though it's 30 watts less. So pretty good impression of them so far. Obviously the proof is always in the pudding or in this case, the lead. So we'll see, um, see how it turns out. I just, I have a couple lights uh, or a couple plants that are finishing up under these lights. And then I also have some that I just loaded up underneath them. So we'll see an entire run underneath each one of them coming up here shortly. And hopefully we'll have a Spectrum King <coughs> as well. We're working on uh, getting that, um, hopefully in the next couple months, getting a tester light from them. And there's one other company I can't think of their name right now. Also, that contacted me on YouTube um, as well about doing a tester light for. Hold on, I bet you they're in my inbox too. Is it? Uh... Hold on, someone just sent me like a bunch of spider or something. Spider, that's it. Yeah, spider farmer, spider farmer. Yeah. So yeah, that's the, I'm working on getting Spider Farmer and uh, Spectrum King will be in the next rotation. So uh, then I'll have uh, four different LEDs to test side by side with the ceramic metal halide. So that'll be fun. I'll just kind of keep building the library. And since I'll be in perpetual flower, I can pretty much always just swap in a light and throw in some plants and start up a new, new grow. So it won't be side by side, you know, cause some of them will start at different times, a traditional side by side. Um, let's start all of them at the same time, but we'll be able to see the results of each one and, and test them all. Awesome. And then uh, we did uh, some election stuff and then we did the, uh, the Christmas up uh, Christmas uh, guide, which was super fun. And then, uh, yeah, took a, a week or two off for Christmas and then uh, we got this episode, so we'll uh, we'll be ready for next year. We have um, we'll be doing one with um, oh uh, I can't remember the gentleman's name right off the top of my head, but he used to work for Green Relief. Uh, a lot of you guys don't know the Green Relief had some some issues regarding some of their management, and um, 
had some other people leave and one of the guys that uh, wasn't allowed to talk anymore is kind of allowed to talk anymore a little bit more now so um, we'll be able to get him on the show and that'll be a lot of fun talking about some aquaponic cannabis stuff up in canada um and then we have some other cool people that uh are in the pipeline as well so um yeah just looking forward to that and then just doing a bunch of content we'll be doing a whole bunch of stuff on small systems a bunch of stuff on Korean natural farming um a couple of build outs here in the first part of the year uh, we'll be going to be doing a tour of um vertica's uh, large facility here soon uh, go back up there and uh, and do some work with bain so that'll be fun um Oh, my greenhouse build will happen in the beginning of this year, too. So we'll have uh, looking like it'll probably be something like either 10 or 12 feet by about 60 feet kind of budget <coughs> um, light depth greenhouse. So that'll be we'll have build videos for that on the teachable and, and tour videos on YouTube. So that'll be exciting. Sweet. Um, if anyone's interested in checking out the class we talked about earlier, I don't think we ever gave the actual website. You can check that out at uh, apmjclass.com. Uh, we have the, that full, it's about five or six days worth of content now and growing. Um, I haven't actually looked at what the new content is. And then there's a couple sections I think we're going to go back and um, extrapolate on quite a bit more and, and add to uh, uh, as they go on. We've been kind of making notes and stuff as we've been editing and, and everything like that. So I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. Um, it's just kind of a huge wealth of, of content that is a nice, uh, uh, nice supplement to the stuff that we've already put out there on the, in the on the podcast and everything else. So uh, yeah, just a, a lot of fun. And then just, yeah, just have a bunch of new projects going up next year, uh, a bunch of new States, a bunch of new places. Uh, places I haven't grown in before, so that's always fun. And uh, some other cool new projects that are not cannabis related that we'll be talking about. So that'll be fun as well. Um, but uh, actually, maybe not even on the podcast. We might have to do separate, separate audio only podcast or something because uh, YouTube will peg us pretty quickly if I start talking. So. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. Um, uh, things of the fungal variety. Um, Some guys. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, I guess, is there anything else you wanted to mention uh, for this year or uh, this year's worth of content before we uh, wrap up the show? Uh, yeah, I want to definitely, you know, all the people that sent us um, samples or supported the podcast, stuff for the giveaways, all the speakers of the Aquaponic Conference, all the guests that we just talked about, um, especially the repeat guests, the guys that come back and support us again, uh, the Growcast, the Dude Grow Show, um, all of those people that have had us on on their shows or had Steve on their shows, uh, Shaping Fire podcasts, all the different ones that um, you know really yeah. line up with the same stuff, uh, Dragonfly Earth Medicine, all the all the people that. Um, you know, Josh from Dutch Blooms, you know, has been on the podcast over and over again and um, was at the Aquaponic Conference. Gave a great tour. If you want to see a great tour of a flow through greenhouse design um, in production, 
uh, that's a that's a great example to check that out. And um, big shout out to him for just sharing that information. It's as good as gold, man. You can take that one tour and <laughs> make a ton of stuff you need. Um, you know, all the guys that support the podcast. Uh, Roger from I love growing marijuana.com. I haven't seen him in a while. He texted me not too long ago, so I know he's still around. But uh, <clears throat> he's been on just tons of times and um, always asks great questions. And so, big shout out to him. Um, so many Mr. People, Green Jeans, Jesse, too. Yeah, Mr. Green Jeans, um, Jesse for setting up the store um, and all of the uh, designs that she did for the t shirts, the aquaponic conference, the all that stuff. Um, yeah. Everybody in the cannabis growers group that's supportive in there, you know, for the most part, you know, people are pretty respectful, especially as far as Facebook groups go. Obviously, we know say social media gets pretty rough, but um, you know, the admins that help us do that. Obviously, Steve and I can't be available all the time uh, to monitor everyone's comment sections and delete all the spammers and everyone trying to sell weed and all the cops. <clears throat> they can't stop their bullshit. Um, long enough for us to talk about growing some weed. So thanks to those moderators that help us out on the back end and keep all the comments clean and um, all of that stuff. And uh, and again, those people that send those, uh, the inspirational thank you messages, you know, those are, those are really the best payment I feel like we get out of doing all this, you know, like none of it, none of it pays any bills or uh, any of that stuff. So it's, um, it's definitely as far as the podcast go, you know, we've done, what is this 222? 222 episodes yeah we're to this year we we broke 500 hours of content this year which is also super cool 500 hours that's crazy so yeah just um you know that's the best form of payment we get from you guys in terms of the work we do on the podcast i just love getting those messages um so you know if, if uh if anything just shout out to those people that are are willing to do that to um, have the courage to just be like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to grow my husband some new medicine, or I'm going to, uh, you know, uh, take on growing medicine for somebody that I know is about to go through cancer treatment or, uh, any of the different things that, um, you know, some of these people have been against cannabis until they needed to needed it for a reason. And sometimes that's a tough spot to be in. So, just that the, they were able to listen and have gratitude and uh, welcome someone else to the team. I'm always on board for that. So when we get those people through the Facebook group um, who have who have a true need, uh, I, I like hearing about it. I like taking part in it and uh, knowing that this 500 hours where the content goes towards um, helping someone take care of someone they love. That just seems like what more can you ask for? Absolutely. Yeah, we definitely got quite a few of those similar messages. Actually, I've posted a couple on Instagram, too. It's always nice when people are cool with you reposting and, and uh, kind of sharing. Yeah, I multiple times this year, I've gotten like random bud pictures or pictures of hash or whatever. Been like, look what I did. And that's just cool. I, I love it. It's good stuff. I, I had one last last week or last Tuesday, I think it was. Someone sent me a thing saying, uh, oh my gosh, Steve, thanks so much. We gave the 
uh, we, we made medicine for our, our daughter and she you know, it stopped her seizure in 46 seconds. You know, thanks you know, so much for all you do. And they had taken our class and, and um, you know, they have a, a special needs daughter. And, you know, it was just really awesome to, to help those kinds of people and, and be, the, be the reason why that kid can have a better day. You know? Yeah, I can't even, you know, I can't even imagine on your level where you're, you know, formulating medication and advising on, uh, you know, the on the chemistry level that you do to be able to hear that, you know, something that you helped be a part of uh, stopped a seizure for someone in 46 seconds. That just, that that's crazy to me. So, uh, yeah, big, big shout out to you. Yeah, we're just trying to help. That's why when I worked at, back when I worked at Agaponic Source, there was this dude that came in and his son was strapped into a stroller. Couldn't really communicate with the planet or anything. And then three months later, he came in and they had taken our class. They they're growing medicine for their kid, but they're still getting most of it, you know, almost all of it from the, the store because they had, you know, it was only three months later. And, um, his son had been on three months of cannabis treatment and they had you know, moved to Colorado as refugees and um, our cannabis refugees from uh, I was Florida or Texas or some other state that's not legal. And um, he started, he ran, opened the door, comes running in, starts smashing stuff on the ground on the tile, like breaking stuff. But like this kid was like a vegetable three months earlier. And now he's completely aware of the universe around him. Like, why why would you want to do anything else like straight up why why would you want to do anything else for the rest of your life there's there's no it's kind of a simple simple answer <laughs> yeah, or we just had somebody post to the facebook group not that long ago about how you know they used it to treat their lung cancer one of the more aggressive forms of lung cancer as well um and and able to demonstrate even to their doctor that it was in full remission and um you know so all all that stuff is just great so keep it coming if anything that's the you know again i probably got more of those this year than i have any other year so if that's the the silver lining of 2020 then i guess that's it for me yeah i think just overall people's access to medicine is going to go up significantly you know that my 600 bucks (laughs) yeah Might as well give me a T-shirt that says I survived. Yeah, it's a nice, it's enough for another shotgun, right? <laughs> you know, boomstick. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, or you know, grow light. You get your grow light. That's true. That's true. Or uh, an ounce of uh, an ounce of weed from that. Uh, what's that ridiculously overbranded? The memes of 2020, they've been great. Oh, yeah, memes of 2020, for sure. Definitely the other big winner of 2020. Epic memes, for sure. Especially Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea coming in strong here at the end. Twisted (laughs) Tea. I like the one where they were... uh, um, They showed... uh, uh, What's-his-name getting beat back in the day? And they replaced every, all of them with twisted teeth yeah. with the mobs taking over and like beating yeah. them. I can't remember his name right now. But you they, saw the original one, right? With the, the dude getting yeah, smashed yeah, yeah. in the sub. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw the original. Yeah. 
you kind of have to at this point. At some point yeah. in the past, it hasn't even been that long. What, like three, four days? Something like that? Where you're like, what is with this twisted T-shirt, man? I got to see. <laughs> and then finally you go watch this video of this guy deserving to get hit in the face and then got hit in the face. And that's, <laughs> that's it, man. That was it. So, yeah, the memes have been crazy uh, on 2020. That's for sure. And, uh, and, yeah, other than that, you know, hey, keeping my dad out of the nursing home for another year, I feel like it is a big win. And I, I honestly believe that he, he probably wouldn't have made it out of the fire. Uh, you know, my aunt made it out with who's fully capable and locks and everything. <clears throat> she had time to get her purse, her dog, and she unplugged her tower, her computer tower, put it in the car, and the the um, firefighters were there like, it's time to go, <laughs> time to go. And she drove out fire on both sides of the road. She was worried her tires were going to explode. So there wouldn't have been a whole lot of time to be able to get my dad out. So the fact that he was already out here probably kept him alive. So I feel pretty good about that too. So what do you have uh, planned for next year uh, content wise? Well, probably the, well, first things first, I'll just be getting all of our existing content up. <laughs> That's been like, um, you know, the biggest thing for this last year was like really getting a lot of it recorded. We're getting all of it recorded, <clears throat> which just looking at the recordings really went all the way back to March, I think. I remember right, all the way back when when C was still in Africa. So, um, so getting all of that uh, stuff uploaded, you know, will be like the very first part. Uh, the greenhouse bill will be starting almost immediately within the next couple of weeks. Um, so we'll have that uh, content ready to go. Um, I'll have the uh, LED grow off will be continuing all the way through the year. So I have the, the March Hydro, like we talked about, the Bloom Plus, hopefully get the Spectrum King and the Spider Farmer. We'll have all, at least all four of those running um, in the perpetual flower room. I'm going to rework some of the stuff in the bedroom, probably do, um, oh, I got a new microscope. So I'll be able to do a whole, uh, so it hooks up, it's got three megapixel camera, it's an OMAX um, scope, it's gonna hook up to the computer, we'll be able to do microbe identification, much better insect identification. Um, so we'll be able to, to drill down and do a lot more um, microscope based stuff. In the class, I'll probably add a whole new section to the teachable platform for just microscope stuff. And I think Steve has one as well, right? Yep. <clears throat> so we can add add stuff from that. I do have, um, I already had uh, like a clip-on microscope um, for my cell phone, which worked pretty good. So I have some uh, pictures that I'll upload of that as well. And then a little digital handheld uh, microscope, um, kind of like a dinoscope. Um, some pictures of those as well that we'll upload. And we will, so then we can talk about trichomes, we can talk about microbes and our systems and our teas or whatever we're feeding, um, any of our uh, nutrients that we're making, any ferments or KNF stuff, uh, you know, we'll be able to make kind of a catalog of different um, stuff for you guys to have access to. Uh, if you have a microscope, then you'll be able to 
compare and learn to identify on your own. And if you want to do like the advanced class or you're really interested in um, doing microscope stuff, then check out Elaine Ingram's microscope class um, because that's uh, sort of the, the, the master class of it. Um, you can go through that. What is it, a three-day course, Steve? Which one? Elaine's microscope class. Uh, I have no class. I, I took the in-person version, so I don't know what the online's like. Anyway, definitely check out um, Elaine Ingram's microscope stuff if you're really into micros microscopy. Is that how you say it? Microscopy? Anyway, definitely check out uh, her stuff for that, but we'll have um, a lot of just more catalog-based stuff things that we run into, we'll be able to take pictures of, talk about, have content on uh, the things that we encounter here. So I'll definitely have some pictures of like uh, thrip larvae, just because I know I have them <laughs> access to them right now. So I'll uh, have some content uploaded on those. And I'm sure at some point when I start bringing in uh, different strains from the outside, if I get different clones that come into quarantine, they almost always come with bonus bugs that we can take a look at. Uh, so Pyramid Pure Foods says, um, on level three evac, flames and shoot looters. I don't know, I'm not sure what Pyramid Pure Foods is talking about, but good luck. Have you guys played with pulse width modulation with the LEDs? I have not. I did. A, we did an experiment when I was at Aquaponics Source where we did pulse LEDs versus, um, I think it was HID, I believe. Yeah, it was, it was um, halide. It was 400 watt halides was the control. And, uh, you know, we didn't, and then we had non pulsed LEDs, and the LEDs were, you know, I don't remember what the LED company was. But um, we didn't notice much of a difference. Now, I have seen some white papers about pulse LEDs being better, but uh, you know, the one single time we tested anything, it didn't, didn't do anything. Um, any other questions in chat? Uh, no, not too much. Uh, so uh, Pyramid Pure was talking about um, uh, was talking about the fire. That's what he was referring to. So, huh. yeah. glad you made it through, man. All right. Well, uh, I don't see much else. Well, um, we have the, uh, the new classes coming out. I'll be working on trying to get the book finished and out next year. I think that's kind of my main goal for 2021 is to finish the book and get that out. Um, I have a really cool illustrator who's been uh, will be helping uh, work with us on the book and. Um, yeah, just kind of looking forward to that and just getting a lot of content out. I have a ton of classes and other stuff that is going to be fun to get up on to Teachable and, uh, you know, kind of see the light of day that I think a lot of people are interested in. I have one on, on uh, aquaponic tree growing that Robbie and I had worked on when I worked at the aquaponic source. That's kind of a much longer version of the short ver uh, aquaponic best presentation that I did. And uh, just a bunch of other cool different things that we've been working on. And then uh, I want to get into some cheese making with the, 
with the LAB. What's up? Don't you have a, another class on other types of medicinal plants? Yeah, I have a, a medicinal herb class as well. I have 125 different medicinal herbs and how to grow them in aquaponics. So that's a, a really fun class that I, I used to teach and I haven't taught in a while. So that'll be also up on the uh, the teachable course uh, sometime uh, first half of this year when I have time to, to actually record the thing, which right now I'm buried up to my eyeballs and projects. So they have uh, this with the, the virus spreading, they have more, more work than time right now. <laughs> I hear that. Alrighty, why don't you tell everybody how to find you? Okay, so you can find me at AP Meds, like Aquaponic Meds, uh, on YouTube, on Instagram. <clears throat> you can find me, uh, Marty Waddell, on uh, Facebook, in the Aquaponic Cannabis Growers Group. Um, and definitely come check us out there. Let's see, we're up to, I don't even know, probably what, like 7,000 members or something like that. Yeah, we're about seven seven thousand on there, and then we're almost we're at nine point three nine point four uh, k on the YouTube channel. We're almost almost to ten k. So that's uh, I don't think I ever thought we would hit ten thousand people, and we're we're within striking distance. So really appreciate everybody. We actually gained almost three thousand. It was but two thousand seven hundred and some viewers this year, um, and. Uh, yeah, we had a, a quite a bit. We had fewer episodes this year than previously, but uh, yeah, a lot of cool stuff. And then uh, I think next year is going to be much more back to normal. Again, I'm not in Africa, so we don't have that issue. Twenty not being on a 24 hour plane rides, definitely. Yes, I do not miss 36 hour plane rides. Oh yeah, 36 hour plane rides. Yeah, sorry. No fucking thank you. The shortest run I did is 27 hours back and forth. So. Alrighty, well, you can find me at uh, Potent Ponics. You can find more content on your favorite podcast app, Growing with Fishes or Potent Ponics, uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, and all the things. Check us out, our class out at apmjclass.com and the nutrient site over at apmjnutes.com. Thanks a lot, and we'll catch you guys.